to the Taco Boys Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jonathan Wright, otherwise known as Taco Boy 2. I almost ran out of air on that oh my one. Gosh, dude, it was <laughs> such an inspiration. I was like, he's got this. He can do it. One <laughs> All breath, I had to do was... One intro. All I had to do was not there breathe at all. one man for the job. Taco it's Boy 2. And also, speaking of which, the man singing right now, What? who are you? Who are you? Who's my co-host? What's going on? Who is this man? Man of mystery. Oh, yeah. It is I, Taco Boy 1, Christian Hopkins. Gav- what? Nah. <laughs> It's like, what What are you, like a police officer from like the 1600s in oh, Britain? Oh yes, a good old Bobby. The Bobbies are after us. Oh my goodness, grab your tea and run. <laughs> grab your tea, the Bobbies are here. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes, I Christian love ha- that I started, if you listen, I was literally about to go into a Batman theme song for Taco Point 2, but then I was like, oh no, this is the Batman theme song. What am I doing? <laughs> how did I get so trapped in this? And then I love how you went into like a Michael Caine playing Alfred voice. <laughs> Master Bruce, this is the Taco Boys podcast. It is I, Taco Boy 1, Master Wayne. <laughs> Why Some you do all those bloody push-ups if you can't even lift a log off of you? <laughs> Michael Caine. Michael Caine is here with us as a guest. <laughs> oh my gosh, here he is. No. Uh, oh, I love it. Good old it. Michael Caine. He I is, like that he guy. He is a talent and a, and a beautiful man. His passion reigns true. It, it reigns <laughs> so true, to quote the, the wonderful Olin Rogers. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, <coughs> well, hey, everybody. What? We actually uh, we had a great episode last week. Mm-hmm. At least I enjoyed it. Oh, Christian absolutely. got to listen to me talk about uh, music, my favorite artists that have influenced me. That is right. And uh, we promised it to you. So here we are. This is this is the sequel to that. We have got Mister. Christian Hopkins, top artists and uh, top surprises of uh, music, and uh, I, I've lost track of where I was going. All with that, of the pressure, but, my gosh! Yeah, I'm um, just feeling it. And, and oh, I, I don't. Hold on, hold on. Well, it, it was really I, yeah. funny because you're like, we have the sequel to you to for you guys, and I really just started laughing because in my head. I just immediately started thinking about the squeakquel, right? And I was like <laughs> thinking about all of these like like rat movies and I was like is there no, ratatouille too? Is there what no, movie is there that's like it's the, the chipmunks? Squeakquel? Oh, it's the okay. Chipmunks, dude. Well, dude, well well it, I literally thought about it for the half a second and then I immediately started thinking about your chair and I was just like <laughs> Squeakwall, yeah. and I'm just—I'm like, pretty much like staying as still as possible right now in this chair because if I start moving, it's gonna, you know. Oh, there it was. I just oh, know, let everybody. Oh <laughs> <laughs> There's the squeakwall for you, but that's right. Anywho, as we promised, so this week we've uh, we're gonna dive into some of Christian's stuff. That was a very nice water bottle noise, by Thank the way. You. Thank you. Um, you know, we're gonna dive into what Christian thinks now. Christian, I also would like an explanation. You just got done with your degree in college. Mm-hmm. And so, like, explain explain some of that. Like, what what your degree was, why, why you found it important. Because it also connects very much so to, um, you know, this conversation, I feel. At least that's what I thought. Yeah, so if, I would. if you don't think that, then don't. <laughs> uh, very good points. I don't think any of that is applicable. And yeah, no, it's just completely side. <laughs> like that's the worst everything. point I've ever heard, Jonathan. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. So the technical uh, term for my degree is artist development, mm-hmm. and um, I got it because I wanted a secular degree coming from Liberty University rather than actually getting like a worship degree which not that that wouldn't help me in life um <clears throat> it's just I felt that when it came to getting jobs in the future or even applying my talents in the best way that I could apply them to 
you know, my passions or a job or even in the church, I saw developing the, I guess, what we would call the secular side hmm. um, more than the spiritual side. And so artist development <clears throat> focuses on helping you not only discover who you are as an artist, uh, but also develop your sound and your stage presence and overall like managing wise yourself as an artist so, like even the was it fiscal and monetary yeah <laughs> wow what are you are you my manager <laughs> my gosh i could be <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's what i'm saying it's like you're hired yeah you heard so, it here folks <laughs> that's right i am now the manager and host of the dog of Boys podcast <laughs> Yeah, so um, I spent, I, I, I guess, three years total there studying that. And I really, the reason I started it was because I didn't know anything about music apart from what I learned from The Sound of Music. Um, as I think many people, how many people learn music theory <laughs> is... It's from, from the musical, The Sound of Music. Yeah, doe a deer, a female deer, mm. ray, a drop of golden sun, learning your solfege. Yes, and so that is each note of the... <clears throat> in, in a scale, basically. Mm. As you Very would nice. learn from the, the wonderful Julia Roberts. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Yeah, and so apart from that, and apart from what I learned um, from that one song, Hallelujah, about the the minor uh, chord, the major left, the fourth, the fifth, and what the the secret chord is that David played, that that's about the extent of my uh, musical theory knowledge. <laughs> Man, I really got you with that. You were not expecting that. <laughs> I don't know why it caught me so off guard. Maybe oh it's because that's I can't stand that song. But we'll really? move past it. Yeah, no, I don't know. Why. I'm gonna dive into that. Why do you hate really? that song so much? Oh, I think it's just the amount of times it's been played, yeah. and the amount of covers that exist of it, mm. and just the. I, I feel like it's such a a. I mean. I, that's pretty much the reason I don't like it. So you just don't like how it because people, people like it. Not that even people <laughs> like it. It's just that people won't let it die. Like, Why does it need to die? <laughs> because it's like, take for example, local coffee shop here in Danville. I walk in and every time I'm in there, I just hear... And I'm like, please. And then I'm also like, which version is this? Is this one of one million covers? I just love that. Why won't people just let this song die? (laughs) (laughs) Let it burn! My gosh. I think the funniest thing to me is when uh, the Pentatonics put it on their Christmas album. Uh And I was like, this isn't a Christmas song, is it? Like, It's like everyone ends up doing that. They're like, it's a Christmas song because it says hallelujah and there are angels. And I'm like, y'all don't even know what this this is about. They say David, so ha. (laughs) Yeah, Star of David. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, here's what I always thought was interesting is, and this is completely off rails, but... We get to do what we want here. Um, <laughs> you can't stop us now. Can't stop me now. <laughs> yeah, I'm having such a good... Oh, wait, we'll get oh, copyright. Oh, sorry. Oh, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I think is really interesting is the fact that people love to sing Hallelujah. And uh-huh. no matter what it is, like even no matter how secular or worldly you may be, you will hear hallelujah in songs and it's just like it there's yes. a reason behind it and i and, and and i love that i think that's so interesting that even in songs where people won't acknowledge god or they don't believe in god they still want to sing hallelujah there's a there's an ed sheeran song from uh his his last album and it's about his mom and mm-hmm. even the context of like the word hallelujah doesn't make sense um you know cuz it's actually 
it's a really sad song. It's about how his mother, she like passed away. Mm-hmm. And so it's like dedicated to her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he says something like, Hallelujah, you were an angel in the shape of my mom. You know, then goes into all this detail. And then he says, then we'll all be singing like, Hallelujah, something, something, and it it doesn't quite make sense, but it still adds this very like spiritual feeling to the song just by hearing the word Hallelujah sang, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like interesting. Yeah, and I mean, if you look up <clears throat> the main meaning of Hallelujah is God be praised, um, right? And the second one is just like an expression of worship or rejoicing, but it all stems from basically God. Right. Um, it's, it is interesting. You can quote me on that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately make a social media quote. Yeah. <laughs> Posted to the at Taco Boys podcast on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. So that one and another one that I think is interesting is um, Amen. Uh-huh. Um, how often people love to sing or say the word amen or amen depending. it is so yeah exactly and so like once again i feel like that comes um i feel like that comes from once again the godly influence or right is that come like is that a biblical influence or is that just everyone just said amen and specifically we used it in the church well you know i think <clears throat> I was actually having this conversation with um, really? with Blake Bolton. We need to have old Blakey on the podcast. Shout out to the uh, little little Blake Bolton. Yeah, big cheese. So ends up <laughs> that <laughs> um, we were having this conversation driving to Nashville, where we were talking about um, secular music versus Christian music, mm. and how uh, you know technically singing is a reflection of the creator, God, Mm. in the Mm. fact that everyone is made in God's image, technically, and... I I would say say definitely, technically. (laughs) Well, not... not Sorry, technically, it's like, yes. (laughs) Dare I I say it? Jonathan's like, I'm going out on a limb here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I have no biblical backing to it, but I'm saying not everyone is. (laughs) I mean, have you uh, seen some people lately? Mm, mm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my gosh. So, That'd be so def- savage. Okay, so definitely, people are created in God's image. Amen. And it's shown in the Bible that singing is one of God's character traits, and the fact that He like sings over us, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, you know, the ability to sing and the ability to understand music is in itself directly pointing to who God is and demonstrating a character trait of him. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes, it's a character trait that can be abused for terrible music sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there is some music that is just beautiful, and when it's nothing, like, morally wrong with the song, I believe that, it, you know, it can still point towards God because of the fact that it's demonstrating a character trait of his really mm-hmm. well. And, and so we had a conversation about that. That's crazy. And I think these these words kind of apply to that. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Um, I, I, I guess it's similar. I th- For me, it was just kind of the fact that, like, singing the word hallelujah and amen, which are typically associated with the church or with religion mm-hmm. specifically, it's very interesting to see the secular world using them in their songs because it's almost like admitting to it to a sense yeah. and it's and there's a reason you like to say it like there's something in mm-hmm. our hearts that resonate with us when we sing hallelujah or say that and it's because of god it's not because the word is fun to say even though it is um <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's the fact that like there are certain things that like god has placed eternity in our hearts you know and so there's certain yeah. things that like really reach out to us and i think that's another thing that i like find interesting that i'm like it's kind of cool like that people find these words 
fun to sing and just meaningful and like you can just listen to a whole song of someone just singing hallelujah and you can just be moved and be like mm, yes and everyone it's almost like a along. comfort to it yeah exactly like, it's like a comfort word mm-hmm. it's like a comfort word you know when you're Trade, just feeling a little down that. you have your comfort <laughs> foods you just hallelujah mm. <laughs> Eat a little mac and cheese. That's Say right. my comfort word of hallelujah. <laughs> Get some mac and cheese. Hallelujah. Tacos. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah to all of it. You know, Speaking of which, nacho <laughs> fries are back at Taco Bell today. Can Dude. I get a hallelujah? <laughs> hallelujah. And amen. And I uh, I saw that they have a like buffalo chicken <gasps> nacho fry that they're releasing. Oh my goodness. I yeah, I'm going to dinner tonight. Yeah, so like that idea. was really interesting. Also, it was really <laughs> funny you talking about the fact <clears throat> about what you and Blake have been talking about. And maybe we'll save this for his conversation because I would love to hear his input. One of our biggest things that I learned or that we studied rather in theory four of in music was is music like moral or immoral you know hmm. and 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 don't hmm. respond now but i'm not look forward in the future everyone to <laughs> some hot hot takes on music oh my gosh hot takes ouch it's hot Woo. that's a hot take <laughs> i burned my hand on this hot take Woo. anyways so yeah we're gonna we're gonna segue on over if mm-hmm. you, you can't really see me but right now i'm segueing <laughs> Nice segueing, Christian. Thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing oh, just, all oh, day. Oh, careful. Don't ooh, fall. Ooh, oh, there ooh, he goes. Ooh, He's ooh, falling. Uh, oh, oh, oh. oh, there he went. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Oh, you, you're right there. Man. <laughs> Are, yeah. You, wait, why'd you just keep You're the one who fake fell off. I got you. <laughs> you're done. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I just uh, loved how I was doing this, like I'm Paul Blart yeah, from Mall Cop. You were actually acting it out. People didn't realize that you were actually acting. It That's out. right. Everyone, we us taco, we taco boys, we commit to our bits. Commit oh, yeah, to the for bit. Sure. That is what we say. We wake up every morning, and as soon as we open our eyes, after saying hallelujah, I'm in. We say commit to the bit. Yes, commit <laughs> to the bit. You gotta finish it. You, you gotta finish the. You gotta say the bit part. Commit to the bit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm so sorry. I didn't finish. Okay. I forgive you. It's fine. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so getting on to my my my. Oh oh. I, I feel like you need to beatbox for me, Jonathan. Oh, I will. I will. Do you want me to add any oh, reverb for the beatbox? No 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 no, 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 no. We we'll save it. Like, we need to save it. We'll we need to save it. it. We'll sprinkle Savor it. Savor it. Okay, here we go. I'm about to beatbox. <clears throat> All right, everyone. Welcome to the Taco Boys Top 3 Inspos of Music. Today, featuring Christian's Taco Boy 1, his most influential artist. Stop, stop, stopping, starting, starting with number three. Coming in hot for ya. Bear's Den. Oh, excellent choice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For those excellent, of you, excellent choice. That's right. That's right. This was a band that actually Jonathan and I both discovered. Re- <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, at <laughs> almost like the same time but, but, in our but life. But we didn't know. But we didn't know. Yeah. And then like we were hanging out one day and we both were like, Bam, boss! You know I gotta show it to you. <laughs> what was that? I don't We're know. We're speaking our own language. <laughs> we better go find the bunny bench, boss. Like what in the world? Dude, you got a bear? Nah. You found a bear on noise trade. We boom, bam, boom, and download it. What was that? Oh my god! Oh my word! We were just so much fatter then. <laughs> yeah, we were like, <laughs> I got that the problem, but I'm showing you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I re- but 
but I do remember this. Yes, dude, I remember. We were in my room, and I, you were on the foof chair, and I was on my bed, yep. and we were both just like, foof chair. dude, I got a, I got a band to show you. And I was like, oh, really? Because cause I got a band to show you. And you were like, really? And then, and then we counted down. We said three, two, one, and then we played the song, and it was the exact same song playing at the exact what? same time. And I'll tell you what the name of the song was. In three, two, one, we're gonna na- we're gonna name the song. You ready? Three, oh, two, scared. one. Agape. Agape. You didn't say it. <laughs> I did. I, I said agape, but it's he says agape in the yes. song. Okay, yeah. So all of that wasn't necessarily true. We definitely didn't three, two, one play it at the no. same time. But you were saying it, and I was thinking, did we do that, or is he exaggerating? Dude, I was exaggerating so much. No, but yes. it was crazy because we literally Jonathan started playing the song, and I was like, dude, this is the song I was gonna show you, and it was just like this. <laughs> moment of just like epiphanies were just happening all around us and mm-hmm. we could see them happening and it was all because of this like wonderful band <clears throat> named bears den um if you've never heard That's of them stuff. look them up jonathan what is their genre what would you what would you describe them as uh, you know it i mean i definitely put them in that alternative yeah uh mm-hmm. genre but their first album dude Oof. which first of all islands Oof. Ooh. What a what a masterpiece! That's right. It is still their best album. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, "What?" No. I mean, it's it's a close between their first and second. It really Dude. is. Yeah. Um, and I love but, their first EP, honestly, that they released. So yeah. I I would say it's alternative because yeah. it it and, leaned kind of more like acoustic folk. Yeah. On that first it's album. it's very folky. To explain it to you, it's definitely this this artist that has they they play the banjo they'll play brass instruments they'll Mm, include mm. the drum but mainly their first album was very it was just acoustic and then as they progressed they started bringing in more like electric guitar but oh yeah and and more like synth um synth noises a little bit but apart from that they which came with the the genre of their album as well um which i'll get into but the main reason this is a one of the top, in my top three is because it was because of Bear's Den that I learned how to harmonize. Yep. Dude, I so specifically remember that being yeah. when you like did it. Yeah. So um, I, I could never hear a harmony to save my life basically until <laughs> I don't even know, like I was at least 20. Um, I grew up taking music lessons and I didn't apply myself at all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would practice. Sorry, parents. I know you're listening. I love you. They're like, and I know you pay you for those lessons, this? and I'm sorry, but I'm doing things with my life now, so yay. <laughs> I'm sorry I wasn't a better friend yeah. who encouraged him to pursue those things. You're the king of harmonies, and you taught me nothing. <laughs> I'm the king of harmonies. <laughs> Ah, my new title. Welcome to my kingdom, boys. <laughs> I see you have approached the king of harmonies. How can I help you? Help you? Help you? <laughs> For those of you who didn't see, I just grabbed a like pencil microphone and held it like a scepter. In oh front my of me. gosh. So good. Taco Boy 2, King of Harmonies. It's so true though, dude. Your harmonies are just so good. I I love it so much. Oh, I appreciate that, sir. Thank mm-hmm. you. What a compliment. Absolutely. I'll take it. Dude, King of Harmonies. I love it. <laughs> you better have a daughter and name her Harmony right now. That's a great idea. That's You're a welcome. I'm speaking idea. that over you right now. I feel like I've got to write it down. <laughs> yeah. If not her first name, just middle name it. Okay? Just middle name mm-hmm. it Harmony, and that way you still get to call her whatever you want or whatever your wife nice. would like to call your daughter. But uh, Harmony, nice. right? Ooh, come on. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> the right harmonies. Oh my gosh! Woo, woo. Anyways, um, <laughs> dude, I am so like that was hilarious. Where was? I? Oh yes, I couldn't hear harmony. And so I remember I was placed when I went. So I spent the first two years after I graduated at this place called Word of Life Bible Institute. If you've heard about it, give us get, shout out to Word of Life. Um. You, you were great for me. W-O-L. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> I, I tried out for everything. Um, so it's just like at college you go and they have like a drama team and they have <clears throat> an ensemble and they have 
a praise a praise team and i really 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 wanted to get on the praise team not just because the man that was over top of it i really loved because my brother loved him but i just like that style of music um and the ensemble was just more of like a uh was it choral singing group kind of i guess i don't even yeah i guess that's i guess that's explaining an ensemble i don't even know (laughs) it was four guys (laughs) and four girls that was what it was ensemble and I tried out, and I made it. Shocker. <laughs> because I, I didn't you... want to get there. It was where I was placed. <laughs> not shocker. Not not trying to be like, wow, no surprise that I made it. <laughs> that sounded really dang prideful. I'm so sorry. I will admit like that King I am a prideful person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I am a prideful person, without a doubt. And I'm working on it, okay? I'm working on it. <laughs> He's the best at working on it. Well, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> Listen, okay, it's a gift. <laughs> Dude, I, now, can I, can I actually say this? Because, like, I have definitely seen that pride dissolve over the mm. years of friendship we've had. Mm. So, like, you complimented me with the King of Harmonies. So now I'm returning it to oh, you gosh. by saying you have really you've done really well with that. Thank you. So yeah, nice job. It it really hasn't been up until this last like six months of my life that I've realized I sit upon a high horse, <laughs> very high horse. Like it's it's like absurdly long legs. And it's just like, you don't even know how it's it gallops. Boy. It can't gallop. You can't really go fast when you sit on a high horse because its legs are so long. So pride actually slows you down in the long run. Analogy. It's just a giraffe. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he actually is. I'm like, Christian, that tall horse is actually a giraffe. <laughs> You're It'd like, be oh, so man. cool though. That would make Pride awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like I want to. I want to have a giraffe. I want to. I want to ride on a giraffe, and then I can look down on everyone from my giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look how amazing my giraffe is. All you stupid yes, people on absolutely. horses. <laughs> absolutely. So, anyways, apart from all that, I made this, but I couldn't. And this was like where, like, I started. I think getting chipped away at my pride was because I couldn't hear the harmonies. They're like, Christian, take the tenor harmony. And I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) You want me to do what? (laughs) (laughs) Nice, John Mulaney. Thank you. For those who don't know, that's You want me to do what? You want me to do what? It's just, it's a a bit. Um, (laughs) Dude, I just, I am so distracted today, but it's good. I like it. We're having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So... It was really hard for me because I had to literally, like, everyone else was singing their parts, and the guy, Ethan Warren, wonderful man, love him so much, him and his wife, Ashley, wonderful people. Um, I believe they still work for Word of Life now. Um, They would, he would literally just come and sing into my ear the harmony, and he would just have to sing it into my ear over and over until I just memorized it, memorized the part that I was supposed to sing, because I couldn't hear it. Like, I didn't naturally hear that whatever note it was that I needed to hear. Um, And Mm. so when it came to later, as I got um, to like, I guess starting to sing, like I really wanted to sing harmonies. And I remember singing with my brother um, and he, I would always just take the melody and then he could come in on that, that, um, oh, I guess it was like an alto harmony, basically. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just the third above the melody. And... And that switch is based upon whoever's singing. But it's it's just like I remember always wanting to do that, and I just could never hear it. And so Bears Den, oh, bless them. My gosh. Like, first of all, the lead singer's vocal range is just oh, man. in the sweet spot for anyone yes. who just – anyone. Like, if you want to sing along, he is in this place that it's not too high – for you to sing with it and it's and it's just low enough that like anyone can sing along with bears den and feel comfortable and sound really well and then they will just come in with the harmonies that are just so tastefully done at the right times that it just creates wonderful music that you enjoy listening to add the fact that there's a banjo in there add the fact that they're mm-hmm. gonna bring in some brass and just like soothe yes. all of everything in your life and you're just like this is it i love it 
Sorry. Like, Go on. Uh, I feel like his voice would be, and I've thought this before because his, his voice is right in that sweet spot for me of feeling mm-hmm. like, man, I don't have to strain at all to Dude, sing no. along with this. Mm-mm. And I remember having the thought of like, this dude's voice would be an awesome worship leader voice. Dude, <laughs> like, seriously. Really Bears Dan get saved. Yes, it's like, please, please get saved to become a worship leader. That would be incredible. Yeah. Um, man, and the fact that lyrically, they're fantastic lyricists. Oh, my gosh. Lyricists. Yes. <clears throat> That's like, he's a, he's a genius. He's a, it, it, and here's the thing. A lot of his lyrics are sad. Most mm-hmm. most of the oh, song, yeah, I would say it's it's hard to find a Bears Den song that isn't in some way like not sad. Even though the melody and everything else is like really enjoyable, yeah. <clears throat> there's there's a there's a side to it that you're like, oh wow, and it's very story driven most of the time. Like Crow, dude, Crow. Mm-hmm. Is well, that like... one's written specifically about right. his like the not it wasn't his mom's boyfriend basically because it wasn't like his stepfather but it was written oh, i'm mm-hmm. sorry you you were talking i totally <laughs> no 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 i i that was all i had i was okay. about to say it's just like it's it's such a sad song but the illustration in it and mm-hmm. once you know like the backstory of like him nicknaming or the guy's mm-hmm. nickname yeah being it's, crow it's, it's really like, good um, it's the first band that I've ever like really road tripped to go see. <clears throat> yeah, Brandon Hopper, shout out to you. Uh, drove Brandon. up to um, Vienna, Virginia, and we got to see them and actually meet them. And it was really funny because on the drive so we jealous. were talking about, <laughs> dude, you could have come. <laughs> I know, but I was working. Do you remember that? I, had I know. To work. I remembered you were working. We we just took off, man. We just took off and yeah, went. It was so last minute, y'all were like, bye. Yep. <laughs> so good. Um. And we met up because we met him and we were like, dude, like, are all of your lyrics like about your life? <laughs> and he was like, no, no. And we were we were thankful because oh. a lot of the experience, like a lot of the experiences, like friends that I've had are just things that I oh, thought about. Nice. And I'm like, well, that's good because your life would be really hard because <laughs> 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 your lyrics are really heavy sometimes. What um, would your response have been <clears throat> if he was like, yes, they're all mine? Dude, I've been like, man, I love you. I'm praying for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. You write wonderful music, but gosh, there is hope. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. They they definitely weren't in my top three. Mm-hmm. I would say they probably weren't in my top five, but definitely in the top ten for sure. Yeah, and I mean, once again, they haven't been with me like my entire musical life um but they were so influential for me with finding harmonies Hmm. that that is why i look to them as like one of my top three and in in part of who i recommend people because if i can just talk about harmony for a second it's been really funny that either you just hear it most of your life you can just hear it but if you don't really know how to sing harmonies you kind of just wake up one day knowing how to yes. do it after you've like been practicing like it's not it's 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 literally like that is the best way that i can explain it you'll li- you should listen to music and sing the harmony line along with with the song and then one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna listen to some random song and you're just gonna start singing the harmony <laughs> <laughs> and i I straight up remember when I when I realized I knew how to sing harmony. Oh yeah, and it I was I was pretty young. Like I, oh just, dude, yeah, I you've prob- always been able to sing. <laughs> I was I was probably twelve or thirteen, and I just remember my dad was listening to this album by uh, it's like a some sort of Christian quartet, mm. and I remember hearing it so many times. But then I just was like, hey. Dad, is this how the harmony goes? And I like just start singing it, and he was like, "Yes, that is how the harmony goes." And I was like, "Huh, there it is. It's weird because you just all of a sudden know it." <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really funny. And I mean, the people that I've talked to, because I remember, <clears throat> I only remember ever meeting a couple of people that actually couldn't harmonize. And I told them, like, I'm like, listen, the way that worked for me was you just listen to music that you really resonate with the harmonies or listen to Bears Den or even Bastille. They they do really good. Oh. 
they were another band that really helped me along that but i really rocked a lot of bears den um and just listened to them and i told him to do it and then he told me he's like dude it happened like one day i just woke up <laughs> i can just hear the harmonies it's a miracle <laughs> it's weird <laughs> it's awesome. liter- it's really funny like you have to practice but it's really funny that like some people are like you're just not gonna wake up and it's gonna happen i was like that is exactly <laughs> how it was exactly one day with harmonies <laughs> like a hundred percent and i feel like if you're listening to this and this happened to you comment below please <laughs> yeah and be like i, I agree that happened to me taco boy one <laughs> <laughs> and to me, Taco Boy too. Oh yeah, um, yeah, they could talk to you as well. Great, great <clears throat> choice. Thank you. And underappreciated band as well. That's true. Very underappreciated. So anybody listening, straight up go and listen mm-hmm. to Bears Den. Yeah. And they've been making man some beautiful music, and they've taken some awesome strides yes. in like evolving their music while maintaining like truth to kind of like who they've always been at the core of being a band, which I think is Mm -hmm. important these days. It's hard to do, especially in a music world where people want you to basically produce the same thing over and over again, but keep, keep putting out music, but not different. And so for them, they've done really well at maintaining truth to who they are while also maintaining mm-hmm. integrity to their sound. Nice. Well yeah. put. Well They're, said. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm about oh. to start a beatbox Let's again. Let's do it. Let's do it. What, can, what kind of rhythm you want for this beatbox? Um, I want a 6-8 rhythm, please. Uh-oh. I remember I didn't go to music school, so here's a <laughs> here's a 4 on the floor. <laughs> Guys, for our next artist in Christian's top inspos of 2020, number two, coming in hot, Olafia Arnolds. I think I know who that is just because of you, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Were you expecting that is the better question to be in my top three? I have I have one that I'm expecting to be in the top three, but it's not it's not him. Yeah. All right. Perfect. But sweet that that makes it a good twist for me. Who gets yeah. me gets it? <clears throat> That's right. And I, and I chose this one. I, I I thought about this for a long while because honestly, my I feel like my top three are, are a little bit different. <laughs> not obviously they're different bands, but the fact that. <laughs> yours were very we we applied very much so on like how you've created your songs and done stuff and for me it's like not having written as many songs as you have i thought about it from a different perspective of like Mm -hmm. how it just evolved like what i really enjoy in music and what i like to create and olafia is an icelandic instrumental composer who I will 100% support and tell you about every time you ever ask me for um, instrumental music, I will be check out Olafur Arnold's because he just makes good music. And nice. it's really funny because he started out in a hardcore band, <laughs> <laughs> like just screamo band as the Dude, drummer. Some of those guys have the best voices ever, though. If you listen to some of these scream guys, oh, yeah. they sing, they're like, la! And you're like, what in the world? Right. Well, it's and just really funny talented. to come from that and to just make like orchestrated music hmm. <laughs> where he doesn't sing, but he incorporates like loops and will incorporate a little bit of like, depending on the time, he'll incorporate like some electronic drums every now and then. Huh. Um, but most of his recent stuff has been completely like orchestrated to the fullest extent without using too much loop um i remember finding him oh go ahead i was gonna say did you see him live i did did that happen yes oh it was so it was probably like one of the best concerts i've ever been to and i thought i remembered you telling me that because was it in dc or something like that yeah it was at the lincoln theater in dc oh dude so good it was crazy it was really fun because it was the first like concert i've ever been to where i was 
was wondering how many people would show up hmm. to the concert because I I didn't know I knew he was known but I didn't know how well known he was and it was wow. the first time I've ever been to a concert where I immediately became friends with people because we knew we had the a common denominator amongst us which was Olafier and we all loved him and we loved his music and so it was right. just like immediate acceptance of one another and I think it was even more so like you can you can do that at almost any concert, but like for him being I guess first of all an instrumentalist artist, but like lesser known, even though now he's pretty dang popular. Like it <laughs> it was very interesting to just see like how willing people were to just be like, Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about him. I already like you and accept you just because you like this music and know about this person. <laughs> it wasn't like we were all there and being like, Oh, you know about him too. Like it was just very accepting <laughs> culture. And it was really cool because that was the first time it ever opened my eyes to like uh like how Christianity is and how like brothers and sisters in Christ, how we always share that common mm. denominator of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And like as soon as you meet another believer, you're like, oh Jesus. And you're like, oh I love Jesus too. Like I already yeah. accept you because of that and love you because of that. And so that's like a connection in the secular world is just music and like how often and how easy it is for us to accept one another just because we have a similar artist that we enjoy <clears throat> or a style of music. Mm. Um so when I was younger, uh, aka high school, I liked to, to do, I couldn't do homework listening to homework. It was all homework. I was homeschooled. <laughs> I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do the other homework. I couldn't do school <laughs> um, without, with, while listening to lyric, lyrical music. So I dove heavy into looking for music that didn't have any lyrics. And amongst my searches, I don't even know the day or like what was happening when I found him. So I guess I'm not saved. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I guess I don't believe in him as music since I can't remember the day. Yeah, you um, don't know the day you were saved. I mean, that you found his music. You're not a true fan. You um, don't actually know him. That's right. But I love and believe in him now. Doesn't matter. No! Doesn't matter. <laughs> Tell me what time of day it was. What was the weather? That's What was the weather? What pants were you wearing? Were you wearing socks? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh my gosh um it was i just remember i remember finding near light so look up the song near light by olafia arnold it's beautifully done it's part of this project that he did called living room songs where i believe it was every day for a week he recorded a new song in his living room and then wow. he released the <clears throat> he released the whole album for free um he put out all of the sheet music so that you could play his music um, and then on the song Near Light, he includes some like drum loops and it just has this beautiful just, I don't even know if it's like bridge, but like there's this portion of the song that everything just comes together and like the, the drums are playing and there's this one melodic line played on like an electronic piano that just sounds beautiful. Um, and he got his mom and his sister to play those parts with him in that song. And I was just like, this is so cool. Like, oh my gosh. Like, wow. So he recorded... He recorded a song, a new song every day mm -hmm. for a week, and he right. released every single one of them. Yeah, he put it as an album called Living Room Songs. That is dang impressive because yeah, it, it's like, I, 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 if you remember when I tried to write a song every day for a month, there were only like six that I actually liked. Yeah, well, and, and <laughs> so I don't I know if it was, just I don't know if it was week. written every day. If he wrote Man, it and, and recorded so it, so talented. But to just like he put it, if he put it together, <clears throat> I, I I never looked beyond that because I was just like, cool, I already love this dude. Um, and Man. continually he would put out um, music for people, and it really just inspired me in that area to just like really involve people in your music like first and foremost mm. like not only like write and record and just put it out there, but like involve those you love in your music, but also like not holding back from your fans like giving away his music and then also like putting his sheet music out there so people that mm. love his music like i can play a couple of his songs on piano just because he's just like here's my sheet music for free like i don't care about nice. making money off of this i just want people to enjoy music and i remember on his newest album remember he wrote this song called um salmon which i don't know if i'm saying that 100 percent right because it's icelandic 
but it's this beautiful uh, solo um, piano piece. And he released like the first two pages of the sheet music, or maybe even the first like just page, which was like, I don't know, 12 or 24 measures of his song. And he was like, hey guys, here is this song that's coming out on my new album play it and send it to me and so like on twitter there's this like videos of people playing his song and he's like i just want to feel your interpretations and see what you think about this and people like it is crazy like within like three hours or 30 minutes people were already playing the song and like sending it back to him which is a huge credit to like people who can sight read and just like oh Oh, people are so so jealous of that (laughs) yeah and it's really cool like it's just like man i love that idea of just like putting it out there and being like i want you to experience this and i want to see you enjoying my music like that to me is so important especially as an artist is to let your community know that you care about them and like I think more than anything that I've learned from him is like letting your fans know that not only you you care and appreciate them, but you like want to hear how they interpret your music. And that just comes mm. by doing little things like that and how important that is as an artist or just in general, even for us, like the people who listen to us, like we, we really appreciate you guys. And we yeah. hope to, that the things we do, you enjoy and that those videos we make, we make for you as much as we make for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So Um, do you think that, like, his, I guess his openness to, like, collaboration with people, do you feel that that has, like, changed how you, how you view writing music? Because, you know, for me, take, for example, I have the tendency to, like, almost put myself on an island mm -hmm. and not let anyone come into whatever I'm writing. Right. And that's, you know, take it as good or bad. I don't know which one it is for me, honestly, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it feels bad. Mm -hmm. And so do you think that seeing his tendency to want to collaborate or want to bring in, you know, his mom and his sister or other people on Twitter and hear what they're doing, do you think that it, like, how much of an influence did that make on how you viewed the writing process? As much as an influence when I was younger as much as it has like kind of recently right um kind of like you had to soak it in yeah and i think it's because i really didn't start writing until recently first off Mm. so i mean i didn't start right for those listening like i never started writing music until i basically started in college about three years ago 2017 yeah uh three years ago so um uh, it's for me it's it's been it's been a point up and down of my pride of like why am I writing this song now like now it's just like okay I I love and want to collaborate a whole bunch now because I yeah. realize it's the joy of creation Bob Ross yes <laughs> no no it is <laughs> the um, joy of painting our yes. boy Bob oh Bobby oh Bob Ross. yeah Bobby um, it's the idea of like now we're we're creating something together and before it was very much like i wanted everything mm-hmm. to be like wow look at christian who wrote this song like wow right and, and that's once again playing it on my pride and for me like it's really cool to see and i'm not saying 100 percent. i i don't know all of olafia's motives behind like how he writes stuff but he's he's always been open to include people and I've just always appreciated that he has done one of the one of my favorite songs called Particles um, that he collaborated with the lead singer of of Monsters and Men actually with Ooh. because they're both Icelandic and she's my female she's my she's my female she is my favorite <laughs> female artist like vocal artist <laughs> oh for sure dude like um, she's my female she's my like, female Freudian slip out the wazoo it's like the, <laughs> The, the police just bust your door down and look, open up. <laughs> Richard! <laughs> it's my brother in Lynchburg. Why are you in Lynchburg? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, no, she, I, dude, I absolutely, she, her voice is amazing, amazingly beautiful. Really cool. And when they came together, I was like, this is it. I, this is all I've ever wanted and needed. This in is life. the height of luxury. Seriously, man. It was, I was so ecstatic. I probably listened to that song alone on man. repeat for just a week. And every now and then I'll just go back to it and be like, Oh, so good. Um, but you can look that up. It's beautiful. It's done in a lighthouse. They recorded this awesome video where they're all just record, Ooh. like 
was singing the song. Anyways, he's super artsy, and he he's he's just he's kind of brought me into a place where I will respect like classical music to an extent. And hmm. he may be like, I for all here's the thing, like, uh, oh my gosh, dare I say he's a classical and uh, what is it composer to the mm-hmm. extent. his music really isn't super difficult to play um and that's what i love his simplicity behind everything that he's doing yeah um and yet it sounds full it sounds like you get you can feel his idea of what's going on Mm. and 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 that has been one of his biggest influences on me it's just like keeping it simple yet in the simplicity being complex, you know, hmm. and being intricate and being purposeful by what he's playing. And when you listen to his music, you can hear like half of his songs he plays is in like C major, it feels like, <laughs> which isn't a difficult key to play in. Right. For those listening and don't know, it's only playing with the white keys on the piano. <laughs> yeah. And that's incredibly like easy to do, but the way he plays and, and the and the pauses that he adds to his music and the way that he'll repeat certain notes and just hit them multiple times. Like it's just, it's really cool. Um, it, mm. it, it, it helped me become the pianist that I am in the way that I write some of my instrumental stuff to an extent, just because I like how thoughtful I feel his music is, even though nice. it's simple. Wow. <laughs> wow. Great choice there too. Yeah. I, I, I'm like not surprised that you had him in that grouping. It's just, mm-hmm. I didn't think about him. Yeah, well, and that was the thing. Like, it didn't hit me until today that I was like, I think I should include him as as mm. someone just because of his how different he really is, or or because he's an instrumentalist, you know, really. Yeah. Well, you ready? What what kind of rhythm we need to go for for this one, dude? I don't know. It's still like heads or tails of which one I pick right now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh boy. Honest. And I feel like I should flip a coin just to decide because there's two people right now that I'm really thinking about for the number one slot that I'm just like, Look, I don't even about, know. How about this? You, how about you pick the one you lean towards and then at the end you, you get an honorable mention and I get an honorable mention. I'll be thinking about it a little bit okay. <laughs> so that, so that you can include all of yours too. Because okay. I'm sure I can come up with one, but I, I don't have one off the bat. So yeah. I'm going right. to beatbox you in for your number one spot. All right, let's all right? do it. Get ready. I'm going to try to go complicated with this one. All right, let's do all it. Right. <clears throat> the top slot for Taco Boy 1 2020 top inspos of his entire lifetime. <laughs> and Berlin. There they are. Yeah, I was, I was wondering. I was like, "Where's my boy Stephen Christian gonna That's be?" That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and and so I thought about even saying him alone just because of his side projects. Um, but Amberlynn is is at the inception of my musical, I would say, life almost. Yeah. Um, and and so all of my bands necessarily haven't influenced how i write even though sometimes the songs i write are folkish to an extent Hmm. but and i'll tell you so like i remember i uh, growing up especially in a christian home you just listen to whatever your parents listen to um and whatever comes on the radio which was pretty much always k-love or 88.3 spirit fm you know spirit fm (laughs) yeah you know and so (laughs) I listened to a bunch of just of Christian music growing up, and I believe my parents made a choice of I, I don't know I know they had to have listened to you know secular music growing up, but we never really listened to a lot of just like like the Bee Gees or like <laughs> yeah. secular music that they would have listened to just wasn't present in my home, and and I'm not like bitter about that at all or anything. It's just not what I was exposed to. Um, yeah. So I remember specifically walking into a family Christian bookstore 
<laughs> That's an old-fashioned sentence. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> My gosh, that'll really date you. If you know what a family Christian bookstore is, go ahead and give this a like and a five stars. <laughs> And say, we were there, too. (laughs) Yeah. Rest in peace, family Christian. That's right. Yeah, they were gone. Lifeway done did them before we done did them. Am I right? We took took one out before we were taken out, boys. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, it was. They were were too young. Um, They were too young to die. Yeah, so back, and I feel like I've talked about this before, but back in the day, like, before you could actually figure out what music, like, you wanted to listen to, you had to go to the store. And you had to walk up to this this square box, and on this square box, there was probably like oh, what yeah. twelve to twenty four like selections that you could choose from of album covers, basically. Uh-huh. And when you pressed it, it just played a preview of like not even thirty seconds. I feel like it was fifteen seconds of <laughs> yeah, like it had to be like kind of the chorus. <laughs> like it was almost like end of verse chorus sometimes you get a bridge you know and you're like what who's choosing these (laughs) i don't even know what this song is like put a new sticker on that button and throw in 15 seconds if i can only imagine would you (laughs) yeah that's right and so i remember walking up to this and this was because it was my brother's birthday and i was like you know what i want to buy my big bro some music why i have no idea but that's what i wanted to do uh yes brennan yeah like i never your fault yeah like i never done it before i had never like strived to buy music but this was this it was happening um nice so i walked up and i remember seeing that city's logo yes that that old that beautiful album which dare i say probably is one of their their best albums of all time yeah, um, that's the one that most people know. I would say if they know Amberlin, what an album! Yeah, you, I mean, you, if for an Amberlin fan, like when you hear the album title "Cities," you just immediately start thinking, "Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that album has unwinding cable car on mm-hmm. it." <laughs> Inevitable, <laughs> inevitable. Godspeed. Finn. I mean, it was Ooh. oh, Finn, dude. What a mm-hmm. what a. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I actually remember the first time I heard Finn mm-hmm. was live. Uh, when yeah. did we go to that concert of Amberlin? That was dude. I don't even know. It would have been Liberty. I think when Brennan was there. Was it like 2010 or 11 mm, or something? In like that? in between the 11s, 10, 11 or 12. <laughs> I mean, it would have had to be so long ago. Yeah, I know, dude. That was crazy. But yeah, I mean, yeah. so I remember I, I bought that album, took it home, gave it to him, and on his birthday, he opened it, and <clears throat> I remember specifically, we all sat down um, as a family and just listened to that whole album from start to finish wow. at like the, the dining room table, and part of this was because uh, my parents, I think, wanted to monitor the lyrics <laughs> to make mm-hmm. sure what we were listening to was okay. <laughs> But that memory just like stuck with me to this day hmm. um, of just like, this is it. And this is what started my, um, like I said, inception of like, I can choose my own music. I can forge my own destiny. You know, I can't, yeah. there's music out there to be found and it's only going to be discovered if I look for it. And so yeah. it was at that point that I started diving deep into like, okay, what Christian bands are there? And, and, mm. and almost, and, 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 and during this time developing that, like, I'm going to find the music that no one else is listening to, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> almost, <laughs> which is good and bad, you know, and we could talk about that another time, but Amberlin, mm, Stephen Christian just has a beautiful voice, sings like an angel and and their band together I, a lot of what they wrote was with Aaron Sprinkle if I if, if I'm correct yes. who is also Aaron an incredible Sprinkle. um a songwriter slash artist in and of himself but their songs were just so good and they were they were more of like a rock band um yeah. which I never really listened to and which most people would probably be surprised these days if they heard me listening to it because it doesn't seem like that's my style of music right um, but it just there was something about how they played there was just they i think it was because they loved what they were doing they were passionate mm-hmm. about it and they were christians even though their songs weren't actually like we love god we love jesus yeah they didn't like dive crazy deep into it yeah yeah 
and and there was like they did sometimes yes but in a creative artistic way that was not like generic and cheesy yeah it was very um it was purposeful and i think that's why i think that's why it did so well i think that's why it influenced us in the way that it did was because it was just it was done well they put their hearts and soul into their music and it wasn't just they're making an album to sell like they were creating music that they really loved and that they Mm. they really it meant something to them and music that you care about that you write that you put part of yourself into is always going to connect with people way more than that song Mm. that's written just for the money or just for this yeah i mean mainly for the money like even joke songs that are written for jokes you enjoy them because they're written for with purpose so you enjoy them just because you've attached a meaning to it and so that that translates that translates to people that translates in ways that we just can't even explain because it's in the unseen you know because because music isn't tangible, bro. Oh my gosh! Uh, what? You can see the notes, but you can't feel them. <laughs> it's well, that is true. Their music definitely felt more purposeful. Yeah. And I I remember when you showed them to me, it was it was immediately I pretty much fell in love with them. Did music. you not know them? See, I always thought you knew them. No. Really? I only knew that I remember that um you know you got the album Cities I guess for Brennan mm-hmm. and then I remember you being like hey watch this music video and you showed me the music video to mm. Godspeed and I was like I am in trouble now this is a good time and so <laughs> at that point I just started uh yeah I just started like going on YouTube mm. and listening that way and then you know when when you and i were like just swapping cds all the time with each other uh and i was like here i'll stockpile you with reliant k you stockpile me with amberlin Mm -hmm. and man amberlin i it's like take for example their album dark is a way light is a place Mm. the moment i hear that album start it immediately takes me back to driving to lynchburg Mm. to see that concert live Mm. it's just so many random memories attached to their music of you and i hanging out which is really which is really cool yeah it's crazy like they like i said like that's the reason they they have the number one spot for me it's just because they've always been there throughout like my entire musical lifetime as i like to put it and what's really cool is like the fact that they were Christians, the fact that Stephen Christian is a worship pastor now, and the fact that he like loves God and and that's yeah. like really cool and and like you've met him, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I still have not. I, I would love to meet him one day, Stephen Christian. Hello, yes. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, I was gonna say like you and I kind of, we joked about it, but I would love to try to get him on this podcast yeah, and just have a conversation sure. mm-hmm. because just the little bit of a conversation I had with him after a show, mm-hmm. um, I just brought up like his worship music that he's been writing. Yeah, that's right. He did an album called Wildfires. That. You guys should go listen oh, to it. So good. And I I talked to him about that and man, like he, his eyes just like lit up. Mm-hmm. He was like ready to talk about it. And we stood there and talked for like five minutes about it, and you know he was super, super nice. And so I'm like, we we got to work on getting him on here at some point. Yeah, you know, I think he's a lead pastor now in Florida Is he really? or something like that. Yeah. I remember seeing that he was moving to Florida, and I was like, oh, he's getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> he's within grasp. <laughs> we are only twelve hours away from Stephen Christian. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. I know. Um. So nice. yeah, his music is that their music was just very influential and in that way in the sense that like it started me in my journey along. It was basically like I was little Link and Family Christian Bookstore was the the old man and he they just <laughs> handed me cities and they said, "Take this. It's dangerous to go alone." <laughs> <laughs> 
And you said, I have to take this computer demo thing with me? And they're like, no, no, no. Like, no, take no, no. the actual it's, CD. It's, it's the city's album. Yeah, so those of you creatist, cr- creatist out there, those of you wonderful artists, you go ahead and draw a picture there. of the old man and me as Link being given the uh, album Ooh. the album cities starting my yes, journey please. i would love to see that in the uh <laughs> the subreddit no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i love how we mentioned these things that we don't have yes that like, you're also going to create as well <laughs> oh man my goodness great what choice. a what a great what a great podcast now mm. i will say what what is your what is your honorable mention what was oh. one that almost made it Okay, do we want to talk about this on this, or do we want to make it at extra toppings? I, I think just spit it out real quick. Just uh, like I can't just had spit the, it out. I wanna, I wanna oh, go into it. It is, it's, it's, it's. He's, he's also like really important. Okay, so how about this? We'll do it as an extra toppings, mm-hmm. and we'll release it. Our like honorable mentions. That's right. We'll do. We'll do honorable mentions for you guys, so be on the lookout in the future. Yes, this could drop any time during the week. That's right. Oh, you don't know where. You don't know when. Wait, they don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah, you know where. It'll, it, we, <laughs> we usually drop the extra toppings actually on our Instagram as a little Instagram TV for you. My gosh, where can you find it? You'll never know. Well, how are they yeah, supposed to listen to it? it. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> we don't want you to know. <laughs> well. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, Christian. Yeah, dude, me too. It was so good. It was it was a fun one. I had fun. Dude, I <laughs> did too. This was great. Well, <sighs> thank you so much for listening to the Taco Point. What are you okay? <laughs> what just happened? Did you just stop beating <laughs> Are you... <laughs> Oh my goodness! What happened to you? I just wanted to see what you would do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Taco Boys podcast. We had a good time. We had a good uh, time. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and subscribe. Give us five stars. We would we would appreciate that. We would love that. uh, Go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Be on the lookout for that extra toppings with all the uh, the honorable mentions and. That's about it. Have a great rest of the day.